We often hear people saying, well, all, all, all people are moral, whether they're Christian or not. But that question, well, how do we learn how to behave? There's the Christian tradition, which has so much of where we are, how we act. We heard in the gospel reading, a ruler asking Jesus that question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What must I do? How should I live my life? We hear Jesus repeating some of the commandments. And they're saying, actually, you need to do a bit more. It's not just keeping those commandments blindly. But we learn how to behave through so many different things. We learn through the faith. We learn from family and friends. Sometimes in good ways, sometimes in not so good ways actually with what we pick up from others we follow the example of other people here on this site or just over there anyway was a benedictine priory a community of monks following the rule of saint benedict a priory being a daughter community of the abbey of mount mount saint michel St. Benedict was a monk, an abbot, living around about 1,500 years ago. He too was concerned with how people should live, especially how monks should live. Being an oblate of Alton Abbey, I, know, I can see what tensions there can be with a community of people all living under the same roof, being together so much, and how tensions can rise or you can get sloppy or anything else so benedict was concerned how should these how should monks live their lives so he wrote what's called the rule of saint benedict a guidebook on how the community should live together a book of rules Makes me think, well, what rules do we have about how we live, live our lives? What things are there which are completely non-negotiable? Those things which have to happen ahead of anything else whatsoever. But this rule, mainly, was for monks, of course. Although it's useful for Christians through all ages, too. The rule, thinking about regular prayer, study of the Bible, study of the scriptures, learning the scriptures. It's, the rule is full of quotes from the scriptures. He is concerned with, with physical work, not just the monks sitting in the monastery praying all day, but actually they've got to get their hands dirty. There was rules about food and drink. Don't be a glutton. Don't eat too much. Don't drink too much. On the other hand, times when you should eat or drink. Things about humility. Repeating it's not all about yourself. There's a wonderful pit in it about if you're an artisan, a craftsman, and are making something. If you're all sort of puffed up and decided, aren't I wonderful doing this? He says, you've got to stop doing it. You're doing it for the wrong reason. I don't care how good you are at it. You need to stop it 
because it's taking you away from God effectively. Thinking, aren't I wonderful at doing this? There are bits about welcoming others, bits about hospitality. There are things about stability. A monk generally will stay in the same community for the whole of their life, not moving from one place to another to another. Now, stability is quite important in our lives too. We get somewhat confused or unsettled when things aren't stable. And there are bits about authority. The authority of the abbot. Questions of how decisions should be made. And there's an important thing that's sort of quite striking. When you're making a decision as a community, you listen to what everyone has to say. And Benedict says it might be the youngest, the most immature, the newest arrival who is actually speaking God's word into this situation, into this discussion. Not saying the person who's been there forever has all the answers, but actually the person who has only just arrived, who knows nothing, that might be the one who is speaking God's word. That's an interesting challenge in a church context to think maybe those who haven't worshipped with us for very long or our children might actually have something to offer that we haven't thought of, that God wants us to hear. And so this rule was for the living of Christians together. Bits of it are so relevant for all of us as we look to do our part in building up God's kingdom here and now. As we are reminded in that first letter to the Corinthians about building things up, having the foundations and other people building on it. It's not just one person doing everything on their own. It's us working together, building up God's kingdom. And that foundation isn't how wonderful we are, how good we are, how long we've been here. That foundation is Jesus Christ. We need to have him at the centre of all that we do as we seek to build up his church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.